Reboot your credit card with Apple Card. It gives you unlimited daily cash back that can earn 4.15% annual percentage yield when you open a savings account. A high-yield, low-effort way to grow your money with no fees. Apply for Apple Card now in the Wallet app on iPhone to start earning and growing your daily cash with savings today. Apple Card subject to credit approval. Savings is available to Apple Card owners. Subject to eligibility. Savings accounts by Goldman Sachs Bank USA. Member FDIC. Terms apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yo, Beth. Yo, Beth. Yo, Beth. That's crazy. On a Tuesday! It's All Even with your boy Barry Grant. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at All Even Podcast. You can listen to the show on Spotify as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Deezer, Stitch. I'm all over the place, man. And trust me, go to YouTube, hit that subscribe button, like, share, and comment because the page is growing, baby. That All Even Wave, get on that wave. Lots to get into. NBA playoffs are rolling. I'm, I'm going to have to admit something that I don't want to admit. The NBA voters do it again, and it's not a good thing. Mike Brown gets hired. Jeannie Buss speaks. Rob Manfred talks about the balls in baseball. Brady gets paid. And then the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week. So let's just jump right into it. The NBA playoffs are in high gear. Lots of great games is what everybody's telling me. <laughs> I'm just playing. I mean, I'm watching it. I, I, I like what I'm seeing. But I, I got to admit something. I, the fact that I have to give the Golden State Warriors props and credit for what they're what they're achieving right now. They're up 3-1 against the Memphis Grizzlies. They won last night 101-98. Um, I mean, look, they look like the favorites to me in the West. As much as it pains me to say, they look like the best team in the West right now. The Phoenix Suns, you know, it's Phoenix. It's Chris Paul, Black Cat Paul. What do you expect? They may get out of the first round. They may not. But is anybody going to be shocked if they lose? No. Golden State looks like the most seasoned team right now to get to the NBA Finals. Now, will they win it? I I have no idea. But the fact that Ja Morant now has a bone bruise in his knee, doubtful for Game 5, I, I don't necessarily think that the Grizzlies have a shot. I mean, listen, they played well in that game in game four, but not having John Morant to close those games, to close those moments, there was a lot of times where, you know, they they needed a bucket and they couldn't get one. They couldn't manufacture that bucket. And if you give Golden State enough chances to kill you, they're going to do so. So, you know, it pains me to say, but... Golden State looks like the favorites right now. Out east, what do we have? We have the Sixers who even the series. They're playing right now and it doesn't look good. I think Miami is kicking the doors off of them. Uh, so Miami's going to go up 3-2. 
Celtics are playing well. They just tied the series with the Bucks, And the Celtics have showed me some grit. They showed me some fight. Emei Udoka, what he's done with that team, how he's gotten them to buy in defensively is, is special. Marcus Smart is, has already you know, established himself as a great defender in this league. He won Defensive Player of the Year this year. Udoka's first season, I mean, just think about that. You got guys that have bought in to what he's selling. And this is why the Celtics have a very, very good chance at getting to the NBA Finals themselves. So just think about a nightmare scenario for me. Celtics-Warriors Finals, I don't want to see that. I don't personally want to see it. Don't care. I wouldn't watch it. I'd cover it because I have to for this show, but I ain't going to watch that. Who am I going to root for? Don't like the Warriors. Definitely don't like the Celtics. So, you know, we'll see. I think Giannis and the Bucks. you know, they need Middleton. They need that help. They need that extra firepower. The Miami Heat, I, I'm not really sold on the Heat, to be honest with you. I think Kyle Lowry looks done. He's having hamstring issues now. You know, he went from being really, really good last year to he really does look washed. I mean, it, listen, injuries can do a lot for you, right? It could sap your your ability to be productive. If you have hamstring issues, you're a basketball player with hamstring issues. That's not good. It's just like when Ken Griffey started to have hamstring issues and he's playing the hardest position on the field, center field. You're not going to be able to cover that ground with bad hammies. You know, teams did him a disservice by not switching his position. Can't switch Kyle Lowry's position, but can you limit his minutes? Can you see how effective he can be in certain spots? Or do you just keep him out and let him heal and let the kids run? It's a it's a tough call for Eric Spolster, but there's a lot of series that are going to probably go six or seven. I think the Bucks series is going to go seven. Looks like this Sixer series may go seven. I want to see what James Harden does in an elimination game because when it comes to elimination games in James Harden, they don't mesh. <laughs> they don't mesh. Same thing with Doc Rivers. So you got two guys that normally choke in the clutch that they're going to have to work with each other to try to get over the hump. Eh, not a good formula for success, honestly. So we'll see. But I want to get to the team that's surprised me the most in these playoffs. Has to be the Dallas Mavericks. I, I think the Dallas Mavericks play a fun brand of basketball. It makes me nauseous and fucking sick to my stomach to see that because the fact that the Lakers had Jason Kidd right there. Oh, no, no, no. We're going to let him walk and we're going to let Frank Vogel continue to coach this team. It's the worst mistake they ever made. But I'll get into that later. Like I said, they play a fun brand of basketball. They really do. Lucas missed a triple-double, runs in slow motion. You had Finney Smith hit eight threes the other game, and now he thinks he's Steph Curry. Like, relax, my man, relax. They left you open for a reason. You knocked the shots down. Kudos to you. But I like them. I like the way they're, 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 they're coached, how that offense is run, the passion that they play with. 
those Dallas Mavericks fans are loud. They get really obnoxious, and it's just it's just a fun environment right now. So I think Jason Kidd chose right. I think if he would have coached the Lakers, I'm sure they would have been in the playoffs, but would he really have the fun that he's having now with the franchise that he got drafted by, won a championship with, now he can lead them to a championship as a head coach? It's a great story. So my hat's off to Jason Kidd, man. I'm jealous. I'm a bitter Laker fan, (laughs) so I can't be too happy. I can't be too happy for him, but I like what I'm seeing. Coming up after the break, I got a big problem with the NBA. I got a big problem with their voters. I got a big problem with their writers. I have a big problem with the system. On a Tuesday night, it's all leaving. Yo, it's your man DJ G Money for that Flip the Script podcast. Yeah, 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 we in the studio right now. Flip shut up. Yeah. Oh, listen. Shout out to the Old Even podcast. My oh, man Barry oh, Grant Jr. Oh, What's up, man? Whoa, 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 whoa. What happened? What you, you, you want to say to the people? Shout out somebody else's podcast? Yeah, my nigga's enjoying. What's up? Oh, even. Oh, even podcast. Yo, it ain't even up here, boy. We put this girl something. Oh, even. Yo, you. Oh, my God. What's up with you, man? Now, you got well, that's a shout out. You keeping this? Yeah, keep all that. You want to jump All even podcast, right? Yeah, all even. All even podcast, right? All even. That's your man? My man. NJAccessory.com if you want to get your electronics, the latest electronics at a reasonable price. Definitely hit up my man Victor and a bunch over there at Buy, Direct, and Save. They have a location in Oceanside, but you can definitely go to the website at NJAccessory.com. Accessories, cameras, laptops, you name it. So big shout out to Victor. And NJAccessory.com. I want to get into the NBA system. For a while, I've I thought I knew basketball. I used to have conversations with people all the time about I think I know basketball. I would break down sequences, I'd break down defenses, I'd break down offensive sets, I'd break down game plans, you know. Plays out of timeouts. I can do all of those things. I can tell you in regards to guys that are trending in the right direction and, you know, who you can look out for to possibly make a year two or year three leap from their uh, rookie season. I can tell you that. There's a lot of things I can be able to tell you. I can read the tea leaves and say, you know what, There's some, something's not going on over here. Something's not right over here. Maybe this guy's disgruntled based on what we're seeing in the reports or his mannerisms on the court, blah, 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 blah. I can tell you all that shit. But the one thing that I don't know is how the NBA votes for their most valuable player. And the reason why I don't know is because it changes whenever they want to change it. So let me get this straight. Jokic wins the MVP last year. Respect to Jokic. This has nothing to do with Jokic. Had a great season. Averaged 27 points a game. 
13 and a half rebounds, was eight assists. But his team finished sixth in the West. Last year, I think they finished top three or top four, and he beat out Embiid for the MVP and Steph Curry as well. Where's the consistency? Why is it that he won the MVP out of the sixth spot this year? But Chris Paul, best team in the league the last two seasons in the Western Conference, in the harder conference, gets nothing. Joel Embiid, who's arguably been the best center in the NBA the last three seasons, I'd say, fell short again, yet his team finished in the top four in the East, right? So I, I just don't understand how it works. I don't get it. There's been years where guys solely, if you're not on the best team and you're not the best player on the best team, you don't win the MVP. But then there's years where Westbrook wows the crowd and gets triple doubles that don't mean shit. And everybody gives him the MVP. Where's the consistency? This is why I don't really care for NBA writers. I don't care for NBA voters who vote for MVP because they vote with their emotions. They like storylines. They like the bullshit instead of just keeping it basic. Let everybody know what the credentials are. What are the actual guidelines to vote MVP for you to be a candidate for MVP? Devin Booker had one of the greatest seasons out there. He had one of his best seasons of his career. Phoenix finished number one in the West. Why is he not the MVP? Why is Chris Paul not the MVP? I don't understand it. Yeah, why was Giannis not the MVP again? His numbers were better. It it doesn't make sense. Nothing is consistent. And it's been like this for a long time now. Steve Nash is a back-to-back MVP. Really? Steve Nash. Steve Nash, the same guy that's never averaged more than 15 points a game in those MVP years. But when Jason Kidd was putting up triple doubles for the New Jersey Nets and getting to -to back-to-back finals, he barely got a nod. So how is it okay for Steve Nash to put up those pedestrian numbers, but it's not okay for Jason Kidd to put up the numbers that he did Make his team the number one team in the East. And he doesn't win the MVP not one year. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. You know why it doesn't make sense? Because they don't even know. I listen to a lot of shows. A lot of people that claim they have the... They're a voter. And when you hear them talk about basketball, it makes your head hurt. They have no idea. They're just looking at numbers. Well, this number, this analytics, and this sabermetrics, but that's not what it is. I test. Most valuable player, if I remove this player off the team, how good are they? That's what an MVP is. It's not the best player on the best team. That team is good. So how can you be the MVP when that team is good? Shouldn't it be, oh, We can't win without this guy. Not, hey, 
we finished 26 and 5 when the guy's not in the lineup. Well, yeah, they're still the MVP. How does that make sense? It doesn't make sense. And most of the time, the NBA never makes sense. Years that Dirk won the MVP, I, I can go on and on about so many guys that have won MVPs that it just doesn't make sense. So my rant has everything to do with, I don't give a shit about the MVP anymore. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me because most of the time when they vote the MVP, it's not really the best player in the league. It's not really the most valuable player. And most of the time, that dude gets his shit kicked in in the playoffs. Don't really care. I don't value the NBA voter. I don't value the NBA writer that votes for MVP. I don't because they move the goalpost every season. It's not consistent. Doesn't make sense. A guy can win the MVP in a top four, top three seed last year, but then win it again being six. So that means that somebody can win the MVP being in the eighth seed. It's two seeds away. So it's fair game that a guy that struggles all season with his team and he's averaging 34, 35 points a game, leads his team to the playoffs as an eighth seed, he should get the MVP, right? Oh, no, 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 that, that's blasphemy. Why should that be blasphemous when you just gave the MVP to a sixth seed? His team finished sixth. There were five teams better than him in the West. But because of the number, it, come on, man. Like, this is why it don't mean nothing. It means nothing. NBA awards mean nothing to me. They don't. And the reason why they mean nothing is because they just don't know. They can't explain to me why. You ever buy something from somebody or try to buy something from somebody and they can't explain the product? Why would I buy it from you? Why would I buy what you're selling when you can't even articulate to me why you're selling it and why is this why is it this much? Why are you selling it for this much? Why is this one more expensive than this one? That's what the NBA is. A terrible used car salesman. They have these little minions that they have voting for things that they have no idea what it is. Kills me. I'm telling you, I'm not going to drop no names. But there's a writer out there or there's a voter that voted. And I'm telling you, I heard his take. And I laughed so hard because I was like, yo, they pay this guy to know shit about basketball. That's hilarious. I would love a job like that where I can be able to just not know anything and just kind of wing it. And close my eyes and just pick somebody on the ballot. Oh, this guy has nice numbers. Let's pick him. Oh, but do you know that his team wasn't that great? Let's pick him. Has nothing to do with Jokic. Jokic had a great season. Arguably the best big man in the game. This has nothing to do with the player. It has to do with the people behind the scenes pulling the strings. It's just like when Giannis won 
Defensive Player of the Year that year. And he was the first player since Hakeem to win MVP and Defensive Player of the Year. The same. It's the story. It's not the fact that he really won the shit. It's the fact that they needed to create a story. That was the narrative for that year. There's no criteria for the MVP. They just wing it. <laughs> and what are we going to do this year? I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out when the time comes. That's that's what they do. Yeah, I I don't know. Yo, who, you know this dude is Yeah, is he? Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll figure it out when 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 we need to vote. Did you watch any games this week? Nah, I I don't really watch much games, but I have a vote. You ever played again? No, I don't play either. You know, I'm a I'm a badminton guy. I don't I don't watch or play. But I have a vote. I have a podcast too. That I could be able to talk about it, but I don't really know. I, you know, it's just whoever the trend is. It's if it's Jokic, he's the guy. Okay, pick him. Everybody's talking about this guy. Okay, pick him. It's what it feels like to me. So, fuck the MVP. Don't care. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Sacramento has found their coach, y'all. Mike Brown is the new head coach for the Sacramento Kings. AKA NBA Siberia. Hats off to Mike Brown finally getting the job again. But boy, what job did he take? Of all the jobs to be able to take, you know, sometimes it's it's better to go unemployed and wait for the one that you want than just take the old willy-nilly job. You know, I heard that his agent said, hey, if they offer him the job, he'll take it. That's how bad he wants it. Hey, listen, he may do a great job, but it's NBA Siberia. They have a lot of work to do over there. They traded one of their young stars for a guy who's not bad. He's a borderline all-star. He's, he's good in uh, Sabonis. But you had a kid in Halliburton that you, you had for a while under control. I, I don't. Understand why you would do that, but you know why it makes sense for them? It's because it's the Kings. And outside of Sacramento, even people in Sacramento, do they really care about the Sacramento Kings? Do they really care about NBA Siberia? That's where most careers go to die. But I hope that Mike Brown can be able to rejuvenate the Kings. I remember... Mike Bibby and Jason Williams, Chris Webber, Peja Stojakovic, Scott Pollard, Bobby Jackson, Doug Christie and them boys. That was a scary team, man. That was a good regime that they had over there. So, you know, can they get back to that? Those Kings teams? I hope so. I hope so because, you know, the Lakers-Kings rivalry back in the early 2000s, they were really good, man. So I would love for that to, to come back. But until then, they will be NBA Siberia, and I wish and hope for the best for Mike Brown. My condolences. <laughs> Coming up after the break, Jeannie Buss has a very candid and honest interview, and I talk about it. On a Tuesday night, it's all even. Welcome back, y'all. Jeannie Buss has an interview, and she was very candid about how 
upset she was and how impatient she grows because because the team didn't perform this season. And when I'm reading this interview that Bill Plaschke did, shouts to Bill Plaschke, it it puzzled me because I saw that, you know, she's saying that all the decisions or her decisions alone after speaking with the brain trust that is the Rambi and Palinka and whoever else, guy off the street buying a t-shirt, the guy that used to sell hot dogs for the league, anybody she thinks that has some ideas she'll put in her brain trust. And the part that bothers me is that she used this word payroll. The Lakers had the fourth highest payroll in the NBA, and the results didn't show that. Well, newsflash, if you go ahead and sign a guy that's going to eat up almost 30% of your, your, your cap, how are you supposed to be good, one? And of course your payroll is going to be high, too. Not the fact that their payroll is high because they have a lot of good players on their team and they're trying to keep a championship roster together like a Caruso or a Kuzma or a Casey. Oh, 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 they did have those guys and they got rid of them for Westbrook, I see. So it confuses me because if you're so locked into what's going on on the court, why would you ever sign off on Westbrook coming here? Have you ever watched basketball? Did you know what Westbrook did in the previous spots he went to? Nothing. So why would you think it'd be different here? That's the problem that I have with Jeannie Buss. Is that she says that the buck stops with her, but I don't think that's true. I think the buck stops with the Rambi. I think Rambis, him and his wife, they have a lot of say when they shouldn't because nepotism is a hell of a thing. If I'm the owner of a team and I have friend or confidant, at the end of the day, my decision is what my decision is. I'm not going to really put you in that higher position to make decisions. You're going to be in my circle of trust. But that's where it ends. I got to put people who are experienced in these endeavors in those positions. Not because you're my man. Not because I owe you a solid. Because you can do the job. Bill Plaschke also asked if, you know, selling the team was an option. Oh, no, she doesn't want to sell. That's fine. It's a family business. I get it. But if it's the family business and you just signed a $750 million crypto renaming the arena deal, behave like a big brand and start making smart decisions for your franchise. Start putting the pieces together that your father used to do. Take off the Lakers colored blue blockers that you have on because you can't see anything else. Oh, did they work here? Are they a Laker? Okay, so let's give them a chance. It's not the way business works. That's mom and pop bullshit. 
Stop operating like that. The Mets operated like that for decades. You see what happened to them. They ended up selling to a guy that's really about business and puts the right people in charge to do business. And lo and behold, the Mets are in first place. Oh, so it actually does work when you put the right people in charge and you take it seriously and you don't operate like the deli down the street. Okay, that's all I care about. Remember I said last week that I want to hear from Jeannie. Well, she heard me. But what I heard from her wasn't great. I need to hear more. I need to hear what the plan is. I need to hear what you're looking for in a head coach. I need to know that. I need to know what the plan is going forward in free agency. You're the owner. You should know. You put all your trust in Rob Palenka. And shouts to Rob. I love Rob. I think Rob is a good guy. I think he's hated around the NBA. I think he's a great guy. Good to have in your in your team. But growing impatient, what does that mean? Does that mean people have to walk on eggshells? Or is it a word that you're just using to make it seem like you're upset when you're really not? Because I know when I'm being gaslighted. I'm a Cowboys fan. Jerry Jones does that all the time to us. It feels like I'm being gaslighted here too. And Jeannie Buss is just not as good as Jerry Jones doing it. I can see right through the bullshit. You want to talk about highest payroll, but yet you let Caruso walk because of luxury tax purposes. Couldn't pay him. Cost too much money. But yet you just signed a landmark deal for your arena. It don't add up. Don't bullshit me. As a Laker fan, as a diehard fan that I've been since I was born, I'm not used to this type of incompetence. I'm used to a team struggling a bit, yeah. We've seen the struggles back in the 2010s. We've seen that. But I also want to see some intelligence here, some knowledge of, okay, We know what we did wrong. We know what we have to fix. This is what we're going to do, and this is how we're going to address it. Walked away with nothing. It's a great interview. I love the candid, you know, feel of it and what she did, and she was as honest as she possibly could be without giving away things. But for me personally, I needed more because I, I just know that it's all hot air and bullshit. Moving on, Tom Brady. It's so crazy how you can be able to play 20-plus years and never be the highest-paid player ever. In any year at your position in the league, just never got the bag. But he got the bag now, and he got the bag after he finishes playing. He's going to be the lead Fox analyst. With a 10-year, $375 million commitment. Wow. Shouts to Tom Brady for, you know, being the GOAT. Being the guy that they're going to look to for top analysis, breaking down the game. I don't know if you're going to be better than Romo. I'll tell you that much. Romo, Romo the man. But, you know, we'll see. I think Brady is going to be awesome on TV. 
He's a great personality. He's really, really funny, man. I mean, you know, I wish that we would have saw this Brady back in New England, man. It, it would have been so much better for his career. Not saying that his career is not Hall of Fame worthy or whatever it is, but just off the field, it would have been a little bit more lucrative for him. So, um, shouts to Brady. I never really give him that much props. I, I think he's one of the one of the top quarterbacks in all of football history. But is he the best for me? No, he's not. But getting the bag, that makes you the best. That makes you the best. You make up for that off the field, and I respect that. I respect that. Moving on. Moving on. You know, I get so tired of hearing things about this individual. It just makes my head hurt, man. Rob Manfred is in the news. Came out and said that he, they're trying to find a happy medium with the baseballs. And they're trying to see if they can get a deal on the gripping issue by the summer or next season. And for me, it's like, why are you messing with the balls in the first place? It's okay for y'all to do it. When dudes are taking steroids that are not banned. Oh, now you want to vilify them and make them look like the assholes. It, 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 it kills me. Like, yeah, we, we definitely designed the baseballs not to fly out of the ballpark last year. Yeah, we did that. It's nuts. League average is down. It's like 233, lowest it's ever been in the history of baseball. On-base percentage, slugging percentage is down. Runs are down. Everything's down. Because they over here messing with the baseballs. And they have no idea what they're doing. And who's the leader of the pack? Who is the, the Pied Piper of the dummies? Rob Manfred. Then it's possible that they might even alter the baseballs and try to get a baseball that has better grip on it. So instead of allowing pitchers to use spider tackle, whatever it is, sticky stuff, they're going to just have a ball that grips better. And it says that hopefully in the summertime as the, you know, the humidity comes, they'll have more grip. It just, I, I just don't understand this. We're talking about professional baseball. We're talking about a professional league that doesn't know how to get a proper baseball, how to make a proper baseball. How about you speak to the players? How about you speak to the hitters? How about you get all of them in a room and find out where the happy medium is instead of having the guys that are pushing the pencils make the decisions? Rob Manfred is the worst commissioner in sports right now. There's not a commissioner that's running a fantasy league worse than him. That's how bad it is. And it's the fact that baseball is a great sport why people just don't turn their backs on it completely. This guy has done nothing for the game. Nothing. And it's another sign that the game is in trouble. Runs are down. Averages are down. Slugging percentages are down. Strikeouts are up. He has no idea what he's doing. He probably just sits there in his office with the phone off the hook and his hands over his ears trying to avoid all the screams and the sounds coming from outside for the people that have pitchforks wanting his job. 
That's what Rob Manfred is. Just, just a guy holding the seat until the next intelligent guy takes it. Because uh, I can't take another decade of Rob Manfred. I can't do it. No. Mm -mm. If he's there for a decade, I don't know where baseball is going to go. I really don't. But this little interview that he had or whatever this came out with, it did nothing for me. It's nothing I didn't know. It just furthered my lack of trust in this man to actually rejuvenate and build the game that I loved so much. Oh, at least the Mets are in first place. So who gives a shit about the rest? <laughs> Coming up after the break, the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week, on a Tuesday night. It's all even. This is the God Jensen Gals. Just want to give a shout out to All Even Podcast, the best sports podcast out there. Keep up the amazing work. Also check us out at CigarGensonGals.com, where everyday apparel for cigar smokers. Let's get it. What's going on? What's up with you? It's your boy, the Candyman, the ALFRE to the D. It's your boy, Alfred, from the Rap Lab Podcast. And it's the one and only True G. Just call me the QG from the Rap Lab Podcast. And you tuned in to All Even with Barry Grant. Boy, that shit crazy welcome back y'all so without further ado the greatest segment on the planet dummy of the week dummy. Yeah. we pick candidates on tuesday and saturday and then we pick the winner on that saturday show so there's only one candidate for this week i heard the news and i was so excited to get on here and discuss it may i have the drum roll please and the candidate is Rudy Gobert, center for the Utah Jazz, a frequent victim of my vitriol. <laughs> Rudy Gobert is my candidate for... Dummy, yeah. Because, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, this is what happened. Shaq is on his big podcast with Shaq, and they're talking about the exit of the Utah Jazz from the playoffs says that Donovan Mitchell is not that good and Jazz are not that good. Rudy Gobert is a great defensive player, but he ain't got no offensive skills. And the other co-host said that, all oh, Rudy Gobert holding the 12 points and Shaq was like, yeah, 12 points in the first three minutes. So then you got Rudy Gobert that he, he went ahead and answered and said, oh, I'd lock you up. Now it's all fun and games. You know, this is nothing serious. However, I got to get him. For Rudy Gobert to think in any world that he can be able to lock up a Shaquille O'Neal, this is why this is why there's a, a disconnect between me and Rudy Gobert. Every time I try to give this man a break and just leave him alone, the universe just pulls me back. The dummy verse just calls his name. Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert is not, he's not a great player. He's an overpriced defensive guy for this generation. You talk about Shaquille O'Neal, one of the top 10 greatest players of all time. What are we talking about here? Rudy Gobert is delusional, but what do you expect? This is the same guy that licked all the the the, the things in the, in the room or touched this and got COVID and got everybody COVID. He's an idiot. It's the same guy that Donovan Mitchell looks like and says, man, 
If you say another word to me, I don't care how tall you are, I'm swinging on you. That's that guy. Nobody, nobody cares about Rudy Gobert. You th- you, could you imagine what Shaq would do to him if he played Rudy Gobert? You remember the NBA Finals, the 2001 NBA Finals, where the Lakers went against the Sixers, and Dikembe Mutombo was great as he was, as a defensive monster, shot blocking everything with the finger wag and all that. He went against Shaquille O'Neal in that series. And I remember what it sounded like because they had replayed it. And every time they would replay it or you would even hear it in the game, it would make you laugh. Because Shaq would give Dikembe a shoulder in his chest and you would hear, ooh, <laughs> ooh, ooh, dunk, foul. That's all you would see. That's, it's just, where do you go, man? Like, the, listen, man, I get it. Social media is a thing where people could be able to banter back and forth, but just, just don't do it. Because you're going to anger people like me who despise you as a basketball player. Don't do it. Don't do it. I don't want to see nothing about Rudy Gobert locking up anybody because if you allow Ben Simmons to drop 40 on you, you don't deserve any more Defensive Player of the Year awards. They should take all of those away. They should throw him in the garbage or they should ban him from the NBA honors. Just do something. Just get Rudy Gobert off my screen. I just don't want to see it no more. I'm done. The fact that he thinks that he could be able to lock Shaq up, I'm telling you, He's been dunked on too many times in the NBA for him to not have any common sense. Just, no. It's like Raspusha beating up Norbit. That's that's what that's what it feel like to me. That's what Rudy Gobert looks like, too. He looks like a taller version of Norbit. Ah, I hate Rudy Gobert. So, Rudy Gobert, you may think that you defended yourself well in this war of the words with Shaquille O'Neal. But Donovan Mitchell looks at you like a loser. But you're possibly a winner for Dummy of the Week. That's all for this show. I'll see you guys on Saturday where things are going to change. You know, I said that last week, but obviously when you have kids, things change. <laughs> so they get sick. You know, they need some assistance. So, you know, hopefully if everything goes right, nothing happens last minute. Uh, we can be able to reveal the big reveal and um, move this show into the next phase. So definitely looking forward to it, man. So until then, stay safe, stay cool, peace. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at All Even Podcast. Listen to the show on Podbeam, Amazon Music, Spotify, and wherever you find your podcast available. And check out my YouTube channel, All Even Podcast. And don't forget to like, share, and hit that subscribe button. My son is the champ. So, get over it. <laughs> With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.